Hello, everybody. Happy November. We are still November. Your girl is on track. We are doing our interviews for the month, and I am pumped to let you all in on some people that I know and their experience with fear. We could do these interviews and we would learn so much. We could do this for an entire year. Every month we could focus on a different aspect of fear, but we're just gonna dive in general, general ideas of fear. We're going to talk about what people are afraid of, how they've overcome it. And we'll begin with my beautiful soul sister, truly a part of my soul family. I truly am so thankful that she is in my life and in this lifetime specifically because your girl needed this support. We've been friends for a long time since freshman year of high school. And alas, here we are living our life. I will let her introduce herself and we'll get started. Please tell us what your name is. What is the favorite, your favorite place that you've traveled? And then what is the scariest thing you've ever done? Is the third one. We're jumping right into that. Go ahead, my friend. All right. Hi, my name is Alice Perez, and I am so happy to be here with Brenda. I love this so, so much. My favorite place that I've traveled, I think just being on a cruise and being able to be in at water, that has been one of my favorite like travel situations. Um, because every time I did land in like a spot on that cruise, I got to learn a lot. I got to experience a lot, but I found the most peace when I was at sea. Even if I did get seasick every single night, oh, no. I loved it. I loved being on the water so, so much. You're so, you're so connected to so many places. There are no borders. It's just fluid. Truly. I, yeah, I get asked if I'm like every and other, every single like nationality all of the time, mm -hmm. all of the time. And where was, I feel where like was I the have, cruise through? Hmm, the cruise was through like the Southern tip of Mexico. So like Cozumel, um, we were in, oh, I don't fully remember all of the stops. And I did get to learn a lot from them, as I said, but it was busy. It was like busy, right? So it was almost still kind of a similar energy that I'm used to in a day-to-day -day life. So being able to like really kind of step away from all of that was was what I wanted and needed. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's, it was different than like beach vacations and like staying near a beach. It was just completely mm -hmm. different than that even. Mm -hmm. I think busy is a really great way to put it in the sense that you're consistently doing something. Again, you're consistently moving. You're consistently going from one place to the next. So there's never really a 
that feeling of being either really com complacent or relaxed. It's, it's relaxing, but it's not relaxed. Yeah, and actually before we jump into the next question about the fear, who are you? Tell us a little bit about just who you are in this very moment, this present moment. Who are you? Who is Alice Perez? I am a girl that loves to love and help people sometimes to the point where I put on a couple of things extra on my plate. Um, but I'm working on boundaries here. We're doing boundaries and we are focusing our energy towards my business, Alice's Crystal Palace, where I make custom jewelry for my community. I also am starting to do sound bath healing sessions and I got to do that with my dear, dear Brenda and I can't thank you enough for trusting me and encouraging me to shine in a way that I've known I shine, but I've just been fearful of it, right? I've been um, wanting to make sure it would be received well, even though I'm literally out here teaching people how to use a sound bowl and building people's sound bowl sets and knowing that with my 15 years of music experience that I am the perfect person to hold people's energy while they go through this journey. I, I think that was a little bit maybe removed from, it's not removed from who I am because that's who I am. I'm a person that wants to help others. Mm -hmm. And I also manage a metaphysical store and I love being able to connect with the community in that way. I yeah that's beautiful thank you absolutely that is that is who you are that is what your current energetic state is doing for the world right now and please everyone if you are at all interested in crystal healing in reiki healing in sound bath healing all of these all of these different tools are available to us and alice has honed in and taken the courses and just worked with the people, worked with the material. And she is truly, truly, truly one of the best people you will find for, for the job. So thank you for being here. You're true. You are a true healer. So let's get into it. What's uh, what's the scariest thing that you have ever done? This can be, this can be serious or it can be not serious. Like if it was conquering a fear of X, Y, Z, whatever you want. Yes, no, totally. The first thing that came to mind, I'm just going to share that because I think that it's it kind of encompasses all of it because it really, I really was so, so fearful. Um, and it feels kind of silly. So I went to Wisconsin Dells with my father and his friends, and they're all like older gentlemen, right? So they have all been on horses and lived on ranches different things like that and we decided to go horseback riding and I was so excited I was like yeah that sounds awesome and we get there and I 
didn't realize that the horses would be so large, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I just wasn't prepared for just all of it. And I spent 20 minutes in the porta potty crying and shaking. <laughs> and I said, Alice, you were so excited for this. I was so excited to be able to be around them. And I, but I knew that I needed like a guiding hand. I knew that I was going to need to be near someone and feel comfortable in that way. I continued to like, um, <laughs> I just realized that I would, would utilize um, tapping before I knew what it was. And I would always tap my heart and just try to release that energy. And I didn't know that. And that right now is realizing that is so special for me. And um, so I just hyped myself up, wiped my tears because I didn't want people to know that I was crying. But <laughs> I think it was kind of obvious because I get as red as a tomato when I cry. And I hopped out and people were like, oh, are you okay? And I was like, mm -hmm, yeah, we're gonna do it. We're gonna do it. And I got on this huge horse and like, I'm sure they gave me that horse because they knew that it was gonna be right, right? And um, for the beginning of the trip, I was just, we were just walking. It was just a walking path, um, but I felt, comfortable enough with this horse that was so beautiful and large I can't tell you how big this horse was I'm sure they're all big but they were like <laughs> the ones with the extra large hooves and like thick bodies it was insane I had never seen one of these horses in real life before so long story to get to the point of running with this horse like the horse was running and I felt so free and it felt right. And I was so proud that I was able to get out of that porta potty of fear and get on that dang horse because it was what my soul needed. It was what I needed. That was a special trip. Okay, so Let's talk about this. So that idea of you pushing past this fear, which you didn't, it, where do you think that fear stemmed from? At first I really didn't know, but now I'm like thinking, was I scared of enjoying it? Was I scared of, I think I was scared of getting hurt. I think that was a huge, a huge part of it. Mm -hmm. um, I'm really cautious. I rarely will like, I, I never jumped off the swings, right? I always mm -hmm. came to a nice stop. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to cut my arms up. I was always mm -hmm. able to see the like negative consequence of an action. And mm -hmm. I would try to avoid the pain, but knew that there's some necessary uncomfortability Mm -hmm. Right. You still have to hop off that swing at some point, even if you're a little small to get down to the ground. Mm -hmm. You still yeah. have to get onto that horse in order to enjoy 
the ride. The ride? Well, I think what you're saying here, a lot of it is that idea of our fears really stop us from the amazing opportunity, right? We always say everything you want is on the other side of fear. That's one of my favorite quotes that I live by. And, and like you said, you experienced freedom on that horse that you didn't know you were going to experience freedom. You thought maybe I'm putting words in your mouth, but maybe you thought, Oh, I'm just going to get on this horse. It's going to be a fun experience. Look, we're going to have a great, this is a great travel, a great time with my family. But it wasn't that feeling of, Oh my gosh, this is what freedom feels like tangibly almost. Right? Yeah, that's really beautiful. And I think it's really telling and really cool that this happened to you kind of in that adolescent period of your life because I find that that's when our fears really kick in. And kind of what I mentioned in the opening episode of all of a sudden when we're little kids, we're pretty fearless. When it comes to getting hurt and such, we don't really learn that until we actually start getting hurt physically. But once we get into that, that middle school, adolescent timeline, that is when we allow others to infiltrate and come into our minds and say, hey, if you do this, you're going to look like this and maybe you're not going to be, you're not going to fit in, right? So then we create all of these fears about who we are and who we want to be but how, how does that fit in? But how do we fit in to the mold of society, right? So I wanna ask you about that. Leading up to that moment, were you masking at all? So that, of, really it's that fear of, that fear of standing out, that fear of not being welcomed. Was that present in your life? Mm-hmm. I, yeah, definitely, especially especially being a brown girl in the suburbs of Chicago, Mm -hmm. honestly. Um, And knowing that no matter what I did, I was going to stand out. (laughs) So Mm -hmm. maybe that, that did like affect how some of the things that I did, but also there was like a turning point where I, I don't know exactly what it was or when, or, I, I don't know if I was me. Okay. So I think that there was always the underlining of like, yeah, people are going to watch, but I still needed to just do what I needed to do and just be and say what I needed to. There was moments in my life where and still are, right. I want to honor that where I'm not sure if I want to fully express myself. And with that, that's when opportunities are lost, right? We've kind of hit on that. But I, yeah, I would, I think that I would mask some of the things that made me, me. Mm-hmm. But once I got into theater and like technical theater, I wasn't, I didn't necessarily like being on stage. That wasn't my, that wasn't my calling, but I loved lighting and I loved stage management. I loved being able to be there for, whether it be the students or the director and be that go-to person to get whatever they needed to 
take the notes to run and ask the question, whatever it was. And knowing that me just doing that work, I could express myself and I could be silly. And I was received well by that theater community. And I, I think that that, that just the community fully allowed me to blossom. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I And I think that's a big part of it is finding the community. Yeah, it allows you to really take away those filters of how you've been filtering yourself because maybe you saw someone have an experience because of something they did or they were too much of themselves and something happened. But I think you just hit, hit something really important is the sense of community. When you really find a place where you feel like you belong, all of that goes away and your true self can come through. And then there's really no need to fear. I mean, there really is no need to fear in general, but I was gonna ask you what you think helped you push through those fears. Would you say it's that, the community part of it? Absolutely. And I also am thinking about seeing one of my best friends at the time. Not, not even at the time. No, he was not my best friend at the time. But he, I told myself that I wanted to be best friends with him. And mm -hmm. that summer, we spent every single day together. Um, and his name was Tyler Merritt. He was such a bundle of expression and joy and laughter. And I loved him from the moment I saw him. I was like, you are, you are one of mine. And not in a romantic or um, partner at all it was my soul recognizes yours and we can have so much fun and being ourselves i being ourselves yeah no just being just playing mm -hmm. just just to play and mm -hmm. and for that i am so grateful he he and i actually went to our uh to my first music festival together bonnaroo Mm -hmm. And, like, I just had no idea that that friendship could and would develop into what it did. Everything. Everything can get solved with community and with understanding. There are people out there who want to be themselves as much as you want to be yourself. So when you find those people, the magic that comes out of it is just unparalleled. It's unexplainable. So, little takeaway, just understand that there are people who want to be themselves just as much as you want to be yourself and you will find them you will attract them in and and everything will be so much better <laughs> yes no absolutely and i feel like ever since that interaction i made it my mission to wherever i landed to find community and mm. if it wasn't there to build it Mm -hmm. to make sure that everybody knew that they had a place at this table. That is so important to me mm -hmm. because I, I recognize what it's like to not. And I think the work that you're doing and the work that you've done and you've moved around a bunch and had different groups of people in your life and you have always, you have absolutely succeeded in that. So you should be super proud of yourself right now because that intention has been a through line your whole life, all the entire time that I've known you. 
so thank you for that. Thank you for making people feel welcome and feel seen and, and having, giving them, allowing them to have a seat at the table because there are a lot of people who, who that's not the case. I love you so much. I love you. Yeah. Absolutely. It feels great to be seen. (laughs) Yes. Yes. And with uh, you saying that it feels great to be seen. But like you were saying, there's a little bit of a fear of being seen also, right? That ties into a lot of people who are entrepreneurs, which is, I think I would label you as an entrepreneur. Tell me a little bit about your experience with, with fear of being seen. Yeah, absolutely. I think that even at the beginning of the podcast, like trying to figure out how to present myself in that way, there's a little bit of like a kickback almost in within my voice and in, within my body with the nervousness of not knowing how you will pre- be perceived and you don't get to control that, right? It's out of your hands. And I do like to manage things a little bit, but that's not for me to hold on to at all. And uh, even with my Sambo healing, I have all of these qualifications, but there is still something within me, that imposter syndrome, right? But I also tell other people that you, if you are having this imposter syndrome, it should be a clear indication that you are not that because you are recognizing the importance of what you're doing and you don't want to give Fall short. the your your people something less mm-hmm. and that in itself I feel like is honorable and you should be happy that you aren't so self-involved I think that that's a really good point to make because a lot of people the fear of being seen is because they have imposter syndrome that connects completely the imposter syndrome comes from just that insecurity that Oh, well, that person has more qualifications than me. Oh, well, well, I haven't done this enough. And like you're saying, it's coming from a good space of caring about what you're putting out there. You give so many shits about how you are impacting the world that then it just, but then you start, you cross the, you cross the line and you start spiraling. And that's when all of a sudden now you're not giving gifts, any gifts to anybody, right? So It's definitely a correlation of being afraid to be seen because you feel like you're not good enough. And what I want to ask you is you have now done a sample meditation, right? For a group of people, you have so much strength and confidence when you are selling within your store, selling your own bracelets. What have you done to at least for moments, because I know it's moment to moment, and I I deal with this too, but what have you done specifically to move past that fear of being seen and how, and what has that brought? What have people said to you? What what is the truth about what you are bringing to the world right now? That feels so heavy. I don't even know how to start that. Can we break it down into let's break it down questions. to smaller pieces. Let's do it. Let's go first question of how do you deal with moving through the fear of being seen? Breathing. Mm-hmm. 
being is such a big part of it and knowing that that I'm safe no matter what like my bot I'm I'm physically safe right that is one of my biggest affirmations and no matter what how things are like perceived or how things land for for different people I my goal is to help at least one person right mm-hmm. and that's kind of something that we touched upon and with with the the things that I say sometimes I can be a little bit blunt sometimes people don't want to receive the things that I'm sharing even if they are asking the questions um their eyes kind of almost either glaze over or they get distracted by something but they ask these really great questions so I'm like oh yeah I'll, I'll give that to you I'll give it to you and sometimes it doesn't land but that's okay because I know that I do have a wealth of information just knowing right the, the inner knowing and feeling love for yourself I I think that I have struggled with self-confidence for a really long time but the overwhelming response from the community has of like loving the things that I have to share with them or the ideas that I have or the tips and tricks <laughs> that are just in my bag, my tool bag. Mm-hmm. I I love sharing them and I love sharing those nuggets of things and people appreciate them and I am grateful for that. Even like as I said, even if people do the glazed eyes thing there are people who are there and present and ready going right back to community people who are ready to meet you where you are and that's who you need to be pouring energy into mm-hmm. and i'm saying that to myself mm-hmm. yes yes just say it to say it to yourself say it to us we all need to hear that all the time pour into the people who pour into you because Lord knows that's the only way that we are going to be able to sustain our gifts and sustain our magic and energy. So that's a good reminder for all of us right now. So you would say that your tools that you've used are tuning into your breath and reminding yourself that physically you are okay, that that is a powerful affirmation for you. And I would kind of say then, just with what you were saying about what people are saying, what pe- the response that people give you post everything that you tune into, you tune into that, you tune into the love that you have received. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Thank you for that wording. Yeah. That. Absolutely. Mm. I think it's, it's really important to remember. It's really important to remember what people say about your practices, but not let that be the only method of validation right or Mm -hmm. measure of success it's incredibly important to validate yourself but at the end of the day what they're saying about you is what you've known all along about yourself they're just they're just giving you a little extra nudge in the right direction but you're tuning into the feeling of what they're saying about your stuff which is everything that we could possibly do you're tuning into love versus fear I break life down into all my decisions are made either out of love or out of fear and check, check, check. Wow. Thank you for those tools. Everyone, as we move through our 
as we move through our days, move through our month. I invite you, if you have not, to lean into taking a, 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 just taking a little moment if when you're feeling fear or anxiety or imposter syndrome or any of that, taking the moment to just come back to your body and measuring out, do I feel safe? Do I feel loved? Am I conscious of the breath that is coming in and out of my body? Because I have seen Alice move through these moments and it's so powerful and the gifts that she's able to share post all of that, post moving through that fear is just magic, really and truly. So I encourage you to do that so that you can share your magic, friends. Okay, moving on. (laughs) So now that we know that you've moved through that fear and that that's a fear that comes up every so often because as entrepreneurs, that's what's gonna happen. Where has been a moment of time where you have let fear stop you? I feel like right now. <laughs> no. Employers hear this. <laughs> um, I need to be diving into my practice, y'all. I need to be going like 150 on me and not 75 here, 25 here. 50 over here like I need to cut these sustainable sources of income to dive in to really help and that is freaking scary mm-hmm. and there just are constant like blocks that are like leading me or I don't know blocks I don't know if that's the word like I feel like I'm getting pushed to, on the diving board and by like little pirates and it's not <laughs> even the diving board like swimming I'm like on a pirate ship going into sea right it's supposed to be something that's like relaxing and lovely for me and I'm like scared of it I'm scared of just diving in oh my goodness and but that's okay and and this whole point of this this month is to acknowledge that fear, to sit next to it and say, yeah, I am fucking terrified of going all 100% in into this one thing because, because, well, the first thing we think about is money, right? How am I gonna live? And that's where we know our spiritual practices. We understand the energetic alignment that we need to be in so that money flows in. We have seen it at work when we are diving into our practices and our peace and our purpose, it comes, it flows, that there is no need to be afraid. However, reality and our shaping of from society allows those fears to seep in and set in. So right now we're just acknowledging that that is something that we are working through, but you are working through it and I can see that you are, but yes, will acknowledge that it has stopped you from going all in in your business. And that's okay because it's not going to stop you forever. And this first acknowledgement of it already means that it's on its way out. Okay. (laughs) So we're acknowledging it, but you need to also remember that you have done, you have taken big steps, big steps to cutting back in certain places, 
that might mean cutting back financial, some kind of financial like comfortability and diving into other things. And, and you are taking the steps, the precautions to giving more energy to your business and to where you want to go. So we are taking little steps. We obviously want to be taking bigger steps, but we're acknowledging it and we're going to, we're going to move through it. We're going to move to it. You're, you're there. You're there. You are moving there. But alas, we are in this realistic headspace and that's okay. And we're saying that it's okay. We're acknowledging it and we're not going to berate ourselves because then that's when we start spiraling. Absolutely. I'm happy that we get to share this with people so that they know that it's not, they're not alone. And, but also to, to stop that tornado of, of despair. Tornado (laughs) of Like distract yourself, distract yourself. And I don't mean distract yourself as in like, go do, I don't go online shopping. I don't mean that. I mean like, take a moment to breathe through it. And mm-hmm. know that you can't take care of everything in one moment, but maybe making a list of things that you can take care of mm-hmm. or the things that are heavy on your mind mm-hmm. to so that they're not just living in your mind. Mm-hmm. That also really helps. And I think that I will have to do that after we get off of here, honestly. That's perfect. This is why we do this. We have these conversations to generate the thoughts that then generate the actions and the words and the the realities that we're bringing into existence. This is why we're here. Everything is divine. Everything is divine. So you kind of mentioned this, but just that last question of the advice that you would give, yeah, someone who is, who is moving through a moment of fear something that you would tell somebody who is coming to you saying oh my gosh i feel feel paralyzed with fear ah ah what what do you feel like you would kind of leave them with i probably if they're in my like line of sight i would ask if they want a hug first um Because when you get a hug, I feel like you, it's that distraction almost that I was kind of talking about of feeling into your body and not distraction in the outward way. I mean, like distract your mind by coming into to you, to your, your being. Mm-hmm. And I think that when we get a hug, um, that allows us to I, I think that allows it to happen for some people maybe other people feel uncomfortable with a hug and maybe and some people don't want a hug and that is totally fine after that I would ask them to breathe to take at least three deep deep breaths and after that we're gonna go ahead and figure out what the source of that fear is by making that list of Mm. what can we actually handle right now Mm -hmm. and like what can what is the most important thing on that list Mm. and what can be like put away for another day why are we focusing so one of my favorite quotes is um when you worry you suffer twice 
Mm-hmm. And that's because you are putting yourself through this make-believe scenario, situation that won't necessarily happen. Maybe it will. And I'm not saying that you're going to manifest it. I'm not necessarily saying that. But you are putting yourself through that pain, that worry two times. And for what? You're going to have to go through it. It's good to be aware, but don't let it be on repeat. Mm-hmm. Right? Finding a way to connect with your body, whether it be shaking it up or breathing or doing some tapping all around your body, some mm-hmm. heart chakra taps. That's one of my personal favorites mm-hmm. since I was young, apparently. It's so crazy to think about that. Repeating the fact, like looking around and knowing that you are not in physical harm unless you are and if that's the case then you you need to 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 talk to someone who you trust and and figure out a way to get out of that situation because you are so worthy of love and respect and if you are in a space where you don't feel that way i beg and i plead with you to talk to someone you can reach out to Brenda or i and and let us know in any way that we can help. But if that's not the case, if you are physically safe, feel that and know that you are safe. We have these, um, I don't know what the word is. I wish that I did. I'm not exactly um, versed on the proper terminology, but our bodies are still wired to react as if we are combating jaguars and tigers and lions in the wilderness. Mm-hmm. And that is why we get so fearful when we think we are in danger. Mm-hmm. But we are not in that same type of danger anymore. Our danger is, I, I need to pay my light bill or mm-hmm. I need to make sure that I have enough money for rent. And uh, right now I'm, I'm doing too many things, right? But there's so much more than that. It's responsibility, right? I need to make sure that I am, I don't don't have like the answer or the Mm -hmm. worry that you're thinking of right now, whoever is listening, but I, I honor that you have responsibilities and I honor that you have fear around that, but let's figure out what is the main thing we need to take care of so that you are not feeling paralyzed because Mm -hmm. that paralyzation is not going to help anything Mm -hmm. it's not going to be able to get you past the thing that you need to do let this be a moment that something in there resonated to every single person listening at least one thing we've been there we've all been there we have that fight or flight response we have that that genetic makeup basically that that triggers us, right? Something within Alice's words just now resonated, hit more deeply than anything else. Take it, use it, allow yourself to to move past a little, even if it's a little moment of, oh, I just got stopped for a moment. Oh, I'm going to allow this thing that I just listened to to help me move through it. Allow yourself to receive the help that that is 
available to us. Words are help, words are tools. These stories, sharing these stories are reminders for all of us to, again, seek that community because we are not alone in what we feel. Alice, you are just, just a gem. Not just, you are, you are so much more than just, but you are such a gem, you are such a light, you are magic, and we are so, so thankful that you shared these stories, that you opened up and with us about your fears, and that you allowed us in on what it's like to move through fears with you, because we all feel it, we all feel similarly, and and we're just, I'm, I am, I'm so grateful, friends, as we were talking about spiraling, I got brought back to my experience, <laughs> I was gonna bring this up earlier, but my experience last week or two weeks ago, I don't remember anymore, I spiraled, and this gal here just was like, nope, stop that, <laughs> not stop that, but like feel your stuff, but I was feeling it already, and I was sending some crazy messages out. Um, and I say crazy, not loosely, because it is it is crazy of me to say the things that I was thinking about myself. I and I recognize that. Because what I was typing about myself was not is not accurate to who I am and who I'm meant to be on this earth. And Alice just quickly said, nope, Brenda, you're gonna need to say the opposite of those things. And I just really, appreciate you Alice thank you for being there for me in a time when I spiraled and all I did was listen to fear and you helped me tune out of that and tune into the loving human the loving experience that I have been able to have here on this earth and I am so grateful and friends let this just be the moment go tell the person the people that have helped you in this lifetime Tell them thank you and know that you are also helping somebody. And that's what's so beautiful about this. This little timeline that we're living in, the back and forth, the help, the hurt, the everything. But okay, Alice, we're gonna end it with one last thing. Um, when I was going through that spiral moment, <laughs> Alice reminded me of this acronym that I want you to that I want you to tap into a little bit, okay? Because I think it was super helpful. So Alice, when I was spiraling, what did you say? You said to me, well, I'll tell you, you said to me, what does fear stand for, Brenda? And I said, what? And you said, false evidence appearing real. Mm -hmm. F-E-A-R. It's not real it's a situation you built in your head just know that you don't have to carry anybody else's opinions perceptions or anything like you you take care of you baby boo. it's for mm -hmm. you tap into the truth not tap into false, the truth. false evidence not, right it's not real may it help you may you remember it if if you so choose to we're, we're celebrating you. We're cheering you on. Everyone, please connect with Alice on her Instagram. She's got many IG pages. They are linked in the bio. And please also just allow her support to support you. Really, allow her magic, allow any of these tools to, if it sounds, if it resonates with you, reach out. 
reach out and and allow her to support you. Alice, we love you. Arms Thank wide you. open. I love you so much, Brenda. You are you are the best, best Brenda. Mm, I love her. And I'm Maybe. sure if you're listening, you know how wonderful this human is. So thank you for supporting her and thank you for supporting yourself and showing up for yourself. Cheers to that. All right, friends, we will catch you on the next episode and we will dive into some other fears in a completely different human and completely different career and all of the above. So we'll see how interconnected we all are. Thank you. Thank you. Let's get up. Thank you.